Hey everyone, so I'm just going to get right into sharing this with you. God is bringing me through things that are so deep and painful, and they stem from my abusive childhood. My mother married a man who liked to intentionally manipulate my mind as a child. He loved to manipulate mentally, reverse psychology. Um, He would create reasons to beat me and my brother. He would create his own anger so that he had an excuse to beat us. Um, One example, and this one I'll use was from my brother. We were shoveling grain into a bucket and he threw this grain, which was grinded up so it was very itchy when it touched your skin. He threw this grain onto my brother as he was shoveling intentionally missing the bucket causing my brother to get itchy and irritated and mind you my brother was like 10 years old and my brother started getting angry and he started itching and in that my stepfather had a reason to be you're not doing what i told you to do now you're delaying the process and it's making me angry that you're just not shoveling you can take it stop itching And then my brother, you know, said something, mind you, being 10, it wasn't that aggressive. But to my stepfather, this was standing against him in disobedience. So he picked up the bucket and started beating my brother with it. And he justified it as, how dare you lip off to me? You... Um, don't ever treat me like that. You need to respect your parents. Um, I mean, this went on through our whole childhood. Uh, for, you know, me as an adult, this carried over when I watched my son getting slapped by his stepfather in the Walmart parking lot Mind you, my son was probably eight or nine. And what he said to me couldn't have been that bad. And his stepfather took him out, slapped him across the face in front of me. And when I went to stand up for my son, he told me what kind of mother am I to allow my son to treat me like that. And I needed to teach him respect. This was the moment I was separated from my son in that relationship and it caused a lot of internal damage. When you start backing away from standing up for the things you believe in, you start dying inside. And I began to die within that relationship and be I was complacent and I began to drink because I didn't know how to stand up for myself. I truly thought he was right. Maybe he was right because I just came from a broken marriage. You know, he was constantly telling me that he was better than me, that he knew better. Maybe he was right. I didn't know any better. So I believed this man, like many women, often follow the men that are in their lives. And in that, I began to die until 
I just couldn't die anymore. Now I've come to a time in my life where God has really shaken my tree in his, you know, I've been born again into his family and he has been cleansing me and healing me of all these very little seeds that have been planted in me. Those are seeds planted in me that have caused me so much pain and suffering and I feed into it without knowing it because they grew within me and I never, never dealt with them. So this last week, there's been a lot of anger welling up inside of me for this issue or for that issue, and I've been dealing with it. But the underlying issue was, I was really angry at our family dog. Our dog is 13 years old, and I've had her since she was a puppy. She's been through my marriage, my divorce, my last relationship. We haven't had her for the last two years, but she was around during my addiction and at the time where I truly didn't want anybody around me, I hated that she loved me so much. And there I said it. I hated that this dog loved me so unconditionally. I just couldn't stand her being around me. I would do anything to keep her away from me. Now God has brought her back into my life to unearth this seed in some way by using her and to teach me love and understanding and compassion. So every time I look at her, I see my past and I thought I had dealt with it a while back and for some reason this week it keeps coming up. And the last two days have been absolute torture mentally for me because see on the outside I'm the perfect person people look at me and they see this wonderful person on the inside though there's still this ugly wicked thing in me every time I look at this dog I think like very mean thoughts I can't stand her I don't want her around me I don't even want her looking at me like everything she does irritates me and deep down it's like I want to hate her And where's this coming from? And it's been a torture. This week has been nothing but torture. And I don't know how God is still loving me through it. Because I hate myself. I really do. I hate the fact that this is here and I don't understand it. So as I was dealing with it yet again today, it was like there was two pieces of me just ripping me apart. So I'm going to share what I journaled because what I journaled really came from the depths of my soul. And I believe it's important to understand the psychological part of why these, these, these resentments and these hates, these fester, these seeds that get planted in us during abusive relationships, during abusive childhoods, um, just during anything that's toxic we have to deal with them in a radical honest way otherwise they mess with our our psyche like this i really had to get quiet in my mind today because the last few couple of days i've just been my mind has just been going crazy with just all kinds of things there was no stillness i could i didn't want to figure it out i just was so consumed by it i'd rather sleep my life away until i actually sat down and put it in words and got quiet and put it in words so that way i could work through it these things affect people and i'm not the only one 
these deep rages, these deep these deep things why men beat women why women abuse their children why we react on these angers and this is me sharing with you the exact subconscious of where this all comes from when you actually take the time to silence everything that goes around in those swirling angry moments and that chaos and that anxiety when i actually slowed down this was the core of it so i write god why is this so dark and evil in me please get rid of it i cannot take any more i can't god i just can't do this anymore please i'm asking with everything help me i just can't do this it's tearing me apart i'm ripped in two it's like i'm jekyll and hyde every time i look at her jekyll comes out nothing is changing how i feel i hate her i hate myself so bad i hate me i hate me i hate me and at the core of that when i'm writing that i don't hate her i really hate myself i'm just projecting myself onto her and then the next page i write i see my old self in her that sickening submissive do anything for love affection i hate it i hate seeing it i'm creating my own suffering by keeping her this way so every time i see it that part of me swells up and just takes over until i'm suffocated in anger I'm making myself suffocate in anger. Why would I want to do this? Because this is just a small way. This is a small weed that has taken over my garden. In order for me to get rid of it, I have to submit to you fully to expel the weed. This is so hard. The other half of me hates myself and I want to push you away and suffer in the darkest part of my mind. This is where Satan has control and I self-sabotage everything you've done for me. And in that, I allow that wedge to come between us and soon it's going to be every day until I do something until I turn to something toxic to cope with the pain and suffering. I don't want this god. I don't want this life anymore. Love is a choice. I have to make the choice to love or perish forever. A toxin may numb me, but it destroys our relationship. I will never be the same way again. So here it is, god. Do I truly surrender all to you? Am I going to surrender this wicked thing inside of me to you? I and trust that you'll turn it into something good. I have nothing to lose. Right now I am sick, physically sick, spiritually, and my heart is stretched to its limit. My mind feels like the streets of Minneapolis during the riots. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this alone. I surrender God. I admit that there is this wicked evil part of me and I surrender it to you. The only way this will ever fail is if I turn away from you and I love you too much and have gone too far to turn away from you now. XO XO XO. Now, let's get into breaking this down. 
this is like a weed this anger has been a weed inside of me because when i do look at her i see the old part of me that i created i created this in her back in my days of addiction when I hated her being around me and I would punish her for loving me. Why? Because that came from the very core of my childhood of being punished for loving within our family. So now here was that seed carried on into my adulthood and I was expressing it in my own family towards a family animal and see how those seeds carry on and later and I created the excuse that she stinks and I don't like her and it's annoying and the hair. I I always had an excuse to justify my anger because I never wanted to sit back and actually think exactly why I was angry. And by submitting means I have to admit this to God. I have to admit this and I had, and I've been in with God with this before this whole thing. I had to admit exactly what it is. Here it is, God. Like this is wicked in me and I'm having these things and I have to admit it to you and it's ugly. You know, and it is splitting me in two. An evil part of me wants to take over yet again in my life. And this is the evil part of me that used to drink to cope, used to intake a toxic substance to cope with life. But see, here's the thing. If I turn to something like that now, having come so far in the name of God with his love, if I turn my back on God now and I turn to a substance to cope, I will never come back to God the same way. I will destroy myself because I will never believe I can make it beyond this point. And there's a part of me that still struggles in the faith that I, this can be expelled from me. Part of me is worried that I will never get rid of this. And it's really scary because I don't want to live like this. This is a very painful thing inside to, I can't even manage it. It just consumes me. And it's not even, it's not even about the dog. It's about how I feel about myself. I hate that part of me. But see, I create the situation in my life to express that anger. I create it. I create the upsetting moments. I create the situations. Then I have an excuse to be angry. But love is a choice. I have to choose love. I have to choose those things. And as I'm writing this, I realize by surrendering means I have to surrender fully to God. I have to listen to what he's saying to me. And if you've never truly listened to God and got quiet, God speaks to me. God will speak to you. He will tell you. He will show you how to get out of it. Today, where I just wanted to fall asleep and lay on in my bed and not wake up, I said, God, I don't want to get up. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to sleep. I don't want to deal with it. Right there was not dealing with it, was not surrendering to God. I was surrendering to self. I was surrendering to Satan. Satan had control. He was having control because I was in the dark. I wasn't dealing with it. I wasn't opening up. And God's like, no, Christine, I want you to get up and you start doing the very things I tell you to do. I don't care right now how your heart posture is. You just have to do it. Your heart will follow 
later. Trust me. It took a lot of coaxing from God to get me out of bed. It took a lot for me to start really writing because deep down, I don't want, I don't want to see this part of me. I want it to stay buried because it's so ugly. Who thinks this way? But until we really unearth where the rage comes from, the anger comes from, until we truly unearth it, we use justifications and excuses to why we're angry. Well, my children made me this way. Somebody, you know, triggered me. They just get on my Facebook page and they make me angry. And my neighbor is just, I can't stand them because they open their mouth. And every time they open their mouth, this rage comes out. No, no. It's something inside of us. See, this rage that I had had nothing to do with our dog. It had to do with me. Me not facing exactly where this negative seed came from. And it came from my childhood, planted by somebody who did the very same thing to me. Raised me this way, embedded it in my mind. This man was my my father figure for 10 years. And then I began to learn how to manipulate to survive. My brain was so messed up. I mean, for God to unwire it, I can't imagine. Like, I was so messed up in the head from not only watching the manipulation, knowing it was happening to me, but then learning how to manipulate to survive. That's just a profound thing that just is... Words cannot describe. There has been no counselor in this world that could undo all of that. I truly had to submit to God. And by doing that is doing what I'm doing now. I'm submitting to God. I'm bringing this to light. I'm sharing this with others because I'm not the only one. And he wants others to understand when you turn to me, I can unwire these very things that people tell you will never change. Because deep down... Deep, deep down, I just want to believe that this can't be changed. That I will forever be sickened by this hate and anger deep inside of me. That I will hate myself. That I will never be good in this world. That I will be worthless. I will be a nothing. And those words forever ring in my head from my childhood. You are a nothing. You are worthless. Why? Because I'm still unearthing those seeds that were buried within those words from somebody who was broken themselves. So I'm going to share with you some passages I found while going through this. And let me tell you, this is, I don't know how God can love so unconditionally. Because in the process of him yanking, not yanking, pulling these weeds out, trying to yank them out of my branches, I have I've been hateful and I've been angry and just the inside of me. And it's not the outside. Nobody in the world would ever know that this was going on. Because I can maintain on the outside. But it's the inside of me that was just so ugly. And that inside was killing me. Because see, until we give it to God, we slowly start dying. This toxic inside part of ourselves, this hate and anger is toxic. It kills us. It kills us slowly. And I'm tired of dying. It's so painful. So, the first passage 
I want to read comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. God has been all loving. He has been hugging me and getting me to get up and telling me everything's going to be all right and just to trust in him and believe in him. He has not been angry at the things I've said. He has not punished me. He has not seeked vengeance for the wicked inside of me. And in fact, there are some moments he has stepped back and allowed that wicked part of me just to do run its course. It was painful for him to watch me suffer, but I was creating my own suffering. And at some point I would either get sick of it or I would call out to him. And that's all I had to do. And today that's what I did. I just, right from the get-go, I just called out. And he's waiting for us to call out to him so that he can show us the way. The second verse I want to read to you is from Isaiah 57, verse 20. But the wicked are like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mere and dirt. And this is true. And in verse 21, it says, There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. And there isn't. There has been no peace. There hasn't been no peace for me. I feel just so distraught. I mean, I, I just, the only peace I get is falling asleep and going into dreamland. And not even then. My dreams have been nightmares. I just can't take it anymore. It's just constant tossing and turning. When I said my mind feels like the riots of Minneapolis, I mean it. I feel like people had been in my head just rioting. And it's just, it's so much. I, I feel like it's just stretched and exploded. And, and I can't, like, there's beyond repair. But I do trust God will repair me now that I've surrendered. The next verse I would like to read to you is John chapter 3, verse 20. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. See, sitting here and wanting to sleep and wanting to turn my face away from the light, away from God, because God is the light, turning my face away from him, turning, just falling asleep in the dark and being in the dark, that's where, that's where Satan rules, that's where Satan has control, and that's just me not wanting to face it, not wanting to have to look at the ugly, because I would have to bring it out, I would have to talk about it with him, and I would have to admit that this is a wicked, ugly thing, it's, it's hard to admit wicked and ugly things but when we keep them in the dark satan has control to use it to beat you up and i have allowed it i've allowed that self-sabotage that self-sabotage that turns me away from everything god is trying to do it's just like it's a mental abuse and just over and over it's like a broken record playing i just create this negative toxic record that plays over until i just i can't stand myself anymore but when you bring it to light 
you start realizing, okay, it is peaceful because you've given it to God. I've given it to God now. And I know, I know God will do something good with it. I know he will. He always does. I just had to call out to him. And what's going to get me past this point? What is going to carry me now from today and tomorrow and the next day, from this moment to the next moment? And it's these very words from Psalms chapter 19, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Just as he's shown me these other verses and other stories, I get into his word and I turn to his word because those are loving and he shows me his love through the stories that mean something to me. He's made memories with me with certain verses, milestones, landmarks, times he's gotten me through hard things. I've been through harder than this. This is just one of those last dead branches he's trying to shake out of me with his wind. And it's just hard for me to let go because I don't know how to let go. And when you don't know how to let go, it doesn't mean it can never happen. And sometimes I get that stuck in my head. If I don't know how to do it, then it can't possibly happen. And that's my human understanding. Instead of leaning on to God, I'm leaning on to my own understanding. I'm completely cutting God out of the picture. Not even giving him a chance to show me that with God, all things are possible. With God, anything can happen. He can do anything if I allow him. And I just have to allow him. I have to allow him by bringing him into me and saying, God, please, crying out to him. And I did. The moment I cried out to him, I cried out to him from the bottom of my gut. I just couldn't take it anymore. I can't live like this. And maybe some of you have felt that way. I can't continue like this. I don't know what else to do. Those thoughts start creeping in your head. I just can't go on with this pain anymore. And I begin to understand why some people don't continue on with their life. Because sometimes healing from the things that you don't understand, I would have never understood why I was behaving this way, why I was having these thoughts until I started journaling to God. And God revealed to me through my journaling where the seed came from. When we try to heal from things we don't understand, in our own understanding, there is no light. We just assume we only know the things that we've experienced in the world. We have no understanding from God's greater point of view. And God sees our huge picture. He sees the greater picture. He knows us. We're his children. But when I did reveal it to God, and he revealed to me where the seed came from, it all started making sense. I'm seeing myself. And I hate that part of myself. But I'm, I'm also carrying this very toxic seed that came from my stepfather. And it makes me even more disgusted in myself. And I don't want that anymore. And now that I understand it, I understand the behavior and why, why my mind starts to go that way. And then why my behavior starts to go that way. And now that I understand it... I will be able to, when it comes into my mind, I instantly am going to think, no, that came from my childhood and that is wrong. That is wrong. And I'll feel it in my soul and I will no longer be carrying it out in my behavior and further it in my mind. And that's how the change begins. 
when you allow God to show you where these things came from and why it truly affects us the way you do, then you're able to register it in your mind. It no longer triggers you in the wrong way. It triggers you into healing. So now every time I see my dog and she exhibits behaviors that are submissive and behaviors that are reactive to what I used to be like, I will no longer think of anger and hate and that I can't stand it and that all this, it will no longer trigger me in the way that allows Satan to have control of my life. It will no longer trigger me in anger. It will trigger me in love and understanding that I created this and now I just have to love her through it as God loves me through it. And that is recovery. I love you guys. I hope this helps some people. God bless.